Talk random. Talk random with me, Abs. And me, John Bashir. Yes, what are you saying, John? I'm good. How are you, Abs? I'm all right, thanks. Long time no see. Yeah, back on campus today, aren't we? I know I'm back on campus today. Luckily, exclusive back here campus. We've got a special guest today, isn't it? Yeah, we've got Mark from, from, from my class. Mark McCoy, goalie. Yeah. Stuart's inspiration. <laughs> how are you, Mark? I'm all right, thanks. How are you, sir? Yeah, well, yeah, good to have you on finally, Mark, and after all the messing around John's been doing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We've been trying to get him on for quite a few weeks, haven't we? And um, obviously because of uh, TTC and our final assessment, we kind of delayed doing the podcast. And, and last week, me and Abs just did like a, a little chit-chat. It was more like a royal family kind of special, wasn't it? Yeah. As we just spoke but it wasn't about. the best. Like, it was good, but the audio wasn't the best, innit? Yeah, the Did audio, back to I think. It? I've not actually fully listened back to it. Is it? Is it poor? It's good. Is what it, do you yeah. think of it? I thought the podcast was good. I just didn't know about the audio. All right, we'll upload it today that. then. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll try and upload that today and we'll upload this later on in the week. But what? yeah, so we've got Mark on. So... Uh, people that don't know Mark, Mark is also involved in football, like myself. Student ambassador. Uh, he's a student ambassador and he also goes to UA92 and studies sport and exercise science. So me and Mark have like, quite a few similarities. We're actually currently at the same club. Well, we was for a brief period um, at Chorley. But what I want to kind of talk to you about, Mark, mainly is your kind of football path. Um, when did you start playing football? you know, your aspirations in football, how do you find youth football and stuff like that. You don't have to answer all these questions right now, but, like, slowly, slowly, if you just give us, like, a, a kind of brief background of your footballing career and stuff like that. And how you started off. But, yeah, go ahead, Mark, the, 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 the world, come on. The floor is yours. Yes, that's yeah, it. thanks. Uh, no, I started when I was obviously a young kid, just grassroots, like, Saturday league, Sunday league. Yeah. Um, uh, family members took me down, started playing um, just a local team in Presswich, uh, near where I live. Yeah. Um, from then, um, I actually took a year out when I was about 10. Mm-hmm. Um, some circumstances with the team I was with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started high school, there was a team of people that had been to primary school together. Yeah. Um, one of their dads was the manager. Saw me at uh, some school games and asked if I wanted to play for them and played for them from year 7 to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but alongside playing for them, I was training at Oldham right, okay. um, as part of the academy, but was unofficially part of the academy. So I'd never signed the papers and got them sent to the league. I trained and had played a couple of games from yeah. and that. Um, didn't work out for me there. I was, that was me as a 15 year old thinking I'm going to go pro. Mm-hmm. Is what it is when it comes down in it. And I think quite a lot, of people, yeah, a lot of people have come down from that. Um, obviously, your experience mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mine, um, did yeah. you did you always want to be a goalkeeper, or was it the traditional of kind of you know? There's always a joke about goalkeepers. It was always the be... fat guy or the one who was really rubbish. I was going to say there. that, but you're not fat. Yeah. Are you slim? Well, and exactly. Tall, you're actually very slim. You're very tall. You know, goalkeepers these days actually have really good technical ability as well. So what I wanted to ask was, how did you actually become a goalkeeper? Maybe it was an inspiration from a parent, or because of your actual height. Um, like what was it that kind of Led you down. The Have you always been that tall when you're a footballer? Yeah, well, right. I've always been the tallest in my tall. age group, so yeah. um, I was just used to it. But then it kind of obviously as a kid you play everywhere because mm-hmm. you don't have a position. When it came to trying for school in year seven, yeah, I thought realistically where's my best position, and it just turned out that technically I'm not probably as good as you on the ball mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day. And it came down to 
the only position really was the goalkeeper, but I've always had that good coordination, yeah, um, reflexibility. Um, and Did that dampen your spirits, particularly? Or were you like still committed to being a, like, working in within football? No, it, it didn't dampen me at all. I, I saw that as my new position, really, and yeah. a chance for me to go and prove that I can play in that position. And I have done ever since I was eleven, so I enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. Definitely a different position because yeah, you either can have a really good game, really bad yeah, yeah. game or a mixed game. Um, yeah. And obviously with me watching Premier League football, Euro, um, Europa League, Champions League, obviously critique goalkeepers as I see, mm-hmm. in my opinion, where other people have different opinions and I'm always open to discussion on what someone thinks in terms of how I play, how something's happened on TV or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, the thing with the thing with goalkeepers that I've kind of noticed from working in, in football clubs is they're always a tight knit of players. The goalkeepers because traditionally in the first team you might have three or four goalkeepers, and obviously the goalkeeper is only one position that you can actually play. But all the goalkeepers are so supportive of one and each other, and there's a goalkeepers union. You know, you have you have you each other's backs, and it's quite it's really it's more like nice a family, to see. like a small community. Yeah, definitely. Together, but... Whereas in outfield players. You're kind of competing for positions, but there's not that unity. You know, you're always thinking, "I need to be better than him." You and be better than, like although this. you're a team, you need to be better than your your teammate, basically. Yeah. You need to be like the Whereas best one in a, in a goalkeeper, I've always found it to be like they're really supportive of each other and they always have each other's back. Do you agree with that, or do you think that it's more leaning to, you know, a bit more, or oh, I've got a you know a bit more selfish and I need to be better than him kind of thing? What What do you think about that? It's both really because, like you say, there is the goalkeepers' union and goalkeepers mm-hmm. do look out for each other and support yeah. each other. But like you say, at the end of the day, there's only one goalkeeper in a team, and if mm-hmm. there's three, four different goalkeepers fighting mm-hmm. for that one shirt, mm-hmm. there is that selfishness, that determination and drive to actually be that number one at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've obviously been I've been a number two at my time, being yeah. at um, Curzon Ashton um, mm-hmm. as a youth player, yeah. and then spent a year in the first team environment there. Uh, as a number two, got a chance to go out on loan um, mm-hmm. to a team in Cheshire Prem. Yeah. I enjoyed that experience. It was different for me because I'd come straight from youth football. Um, like I say, even... Was that daunting for you, first of all, from youth football straight to that? Not really. It was a chance for me to... Prove. Pro- not prove, but... Show bo- yourself, yeah, boost yeah. my own confidence and yeah. learn the, ma- the men's game, not, yeah, not yeah. the boys' game, because mm-hmm. there is a big... St- it is a big step. Um mm-hmm. But I think it definitely benefited me in the way I played, the way I learned. Um, obviously, it hasn't worked out the way I wanted it to at the minute. You're still young, though. Yeah, you there's know, no reason no time. reason why I can't get back into it. Uh, obviously, when COVID and that is uh, finished with. Yeah, and I just think it's nice to have a little bit of a break, actually, because I was in a routine where I was just training all the time and mm-hmm. there was no game, so there was no kind of benefit at the end yeah. of the week. Um, but no, I, I definitely think that Jumping from boys to men football, realistically, was a massive chance for me to like, have an opportunity to show what I can do being 18, 19, going into men's who are 40 sometimes, yeah, trying definitely. to bully you off the ball, but yeah. I could cope with that. And then was that, did you find a big change good for you, like the boys, the men's game? Did you find it like fulfilling for you? Or you boosted your confidence and, and like it boosted your, like, oh, sick, I can actually be a, a good goalkeeper? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, taking a step away from Oldham to going to Curzon was a it was a step down in terms of status and leagues, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't any chance of oh, I'm just at this team now. I 
get I get another chance to say, oh yeah, I want I can make it back into this level I want to be at. But at the end of the day, things fall the way they fall, and sometimes you can't control that. Decisions are made above your head. Um, so yeah, and I ended up leaving Curzon to join Charlie um, Development. I'd uh, been in with the first time, been in review a couple of times as yeah. well. Um, that's not worked out the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But again, that, that's football. It, it, it is a business and it is cutthroat sometimes that mm-hmm. you either play or you don't. And if yeah. you're not playing, you want to get the experience elsewhere if you can get game time. Because for me, if I'd have sat on the bench for a year, I would have been, I'd have regressed. And yeah, definitely. I think if, you, if you're playing, getting game time, then you're going to pro- only program, only progress, sorry. Um, and I think that that was the best opportunity for me to go and do that to play in the men's game and gave me the chance to develop myself against grown older men. Yeah, the thing the thing with goalkeepers is obviously there's only one shirt, isn't there? And realistically, if a goalkeeper has one bad game, they kind of tend to keep the shirt. I mean, it's only it's very rarely that a goalkeeper kind of changes to the second goalkeeper. It's normally because of injury or suspension or. A string of poor performances so in that aspect of you change changing to try and chase first team football I kind of sympathize with because of maybe outfield players they might sit on the sidelines for two weeks or something and they'll get their chance whereas if you're a second goalkeeper you might not even get a chance in the whole year you might only play a friendly game or you know in training you know do do well in, in training and you still won't get picked so in that aspect it, 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 it is really it's a really tough position now, moving on to what you highlighted about the jump from um, boys' football to men's football. Whenever I've spoken to, to, to other goalkeepers, you know, the main difference is obviously the physicality, like you mentioned before. Going into a dressing room when you're maybe 18 years old and you're the number one goalkeeper and you've got outfield players who are 35, you know, almost old enough to be your own dad, yeah. it's quite a daunting experience. And I we think. intimidated by them. No, I just took it on the took it in my stride and yeah. I think it's it's a really good way to develop your character as well in terms of personality, in terms of building confidence, you know, like team working, working with people of different ages and stuff like that. So do you feel like you having although it was a small experience in, in, in the men's kind of game and going out on loan, do you think that has maybe benefited your personality in other aspects of, of life, essentially? Yeah, definitely, because I think there is a big thing that obviously grassroots football is just older men kicking the ball around on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon or whatever. But some of the games I actually played in were physical battles, were some technical battles. That mm-hmm. There was some players that playing against me that I thought, hold on a minute, they're decent. And they were like 30, 35 years old and you're thinking, they're, they're, they're still good. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely a challenge for me because um, I think one of my very first games for when I went out on loan was uh, against an Altrincham reserve team, mm. and yeah, the, the some of them were only under twenty ones, but they were still older than me. Yeah. Um. So they gave me a challenge because it was different, and I think we won one nil, but I made about four or five different saves that kept the lead, and to me, yeah, it was a massive confidence boost. Did that, they um, obviously being aged different, were they welcoming to you? Did they treat you like a ma- like a kid? No, was that, was that mutual no, respect there? Yeah, still? the mutual respect was there. They, I think, they knew where I came from in terms yeah. of clubs, so they knew that you had, club you status were, yeah. was there. So they thought yeah, yeah. So he, they must, he must be you. decent, yeah. and they respected me. So, like I respected them, and they were they were a good, hard working team in my opinion, mm. um, and they definitely 
definitely benefited me in terms of experience and as a person it drove me on to wanting to do more um, maybe outside of football in terms of maybe coaching um, so it's giving you that like back in your back where you want to persevere and like carry on doing it or like still be in football like coach and everything but it's a random thing right when you're a goalie right I know it's hard obviously I've been there where other fans just shout at you does that oh, put yeah. you off no, I remember a game I was playing for Curzon. We were away in pre-season at Prescott Cables, and they were all behind me, um, shouting different things. And you know, you know, scousers, and they just give it you. Yeah, they're they're a bit rough. Honestly, I I don't remember. Remember Lancaster, you fat bastard. Yeah. I mean, the the fans, especially at non-league level, they will take anything that they can see and they will use it against you. Yeah, but def- for the definitely. whole game, like for example, if you've got ginger hair, yeah, and you're a goalkeeper. They will call you a ginger bastard for 90 minutes. Oh, and yeah. There's no way you can escape that. When you're an outfield player, you know, you might be in the middle of the pitch sometimes, you might be up front sometimes, you might be, and the different fans, and, you know, they don't really you're say as much. Yeah. Whereas people. you might have, like, hundreds of people behind you, and even if you make a slight mistake, yeah. or if you go to take a goal kick, they're like, ooh, yeah. they'll do so anything. We do it, among the like, it's fun, but what, is that, is that, um, does that distract you, or does it give you more of a fight in your, like, in your, like a fight in your belly, like, it's just funny and you just learn to laugh at it that mm. people are going to say things that you might not like at the end of the mm. day but if it makes you laugh it makes you laugh and it, or if you're laughing then you, you're not having a bite because if, if you bite like you do to me um, they, me. they will uh, <laughs> I bite back I do bite back yeah you do to me that's wind you up if you bite to them then they'll just keep chipping away at you yeah. all game because like, like you say they'll have a go at keepers for 90 yeah. minutes and at the end of the day, you've got to you, stay if, strong. Yeah, if you buy, yeah. then you've given in to them, really, and they've yeah, that's won. That's what they want. And this is yeah. like an, one question I want to ask you, like, for anyone out there, especially, like, your peers and people who maybe want to be a number one goalie, um, here's a question coming up now. For example, you have inspirations like Stu, who's one of your, he looks up to you, he must be, any advice for people like Stu out there who do want to be a goalie who are not, not the best mindset, what would you say to them out there? Well, I think I've heard him talk about it before, and he's, he's just like, I think you've heard him say that he can, he's the only one that can prove how good he is and at the end of the day that figures because you're the only person that can inc- create an impression of yourself for someone and if they see that it's not the way it's they probably, expect it you're giving your own personal advice you've been there you actually are a number one goalkeeper I've had multiple coaches that have liked me some that have disliked me and it all depends on the impression that you give to them and yeah. at the end of the day that can either boost your career or break or, it. Yeah, I'll break. And you've got to work for it. You can't just say, I want to be one. You've got to prove yourself right. And that's one thing I've realised within football as well. Like, for example, if people want to be a number one goalie or they want to be a head coach, for example, okay, you want to be a head coach. He's just said, come on, show me your work. Come on, show me. Come on. you got to have that momentum. you got to have that fight in you. You can't just say, I want to be. So you've got to prove it. you got to prove people wrong. Obviously, um, you can't be... A joke, say, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. No, we know, we know you want to be one, for example. Do you know what I mean? You this is for anybody it. out you there. Can, you can say it as much as Anyone can say what they want. So anyone out there, if you want to be a goalkeeper, you can do whatever you want to do, but prove it. Don't just say it and moan. True, true, very No true. digs out here, though. No digs. But, um, yeah, talking about, uh, obviously, how old are you now? Me, I'm 20 now. You're 20. So, your latest club that you've been with was, was Chorley. You were there too? Yeah, and, and obviously the, the season's just recently been uh, been declared null and void. But what I want to talk about is is your future aspirations. Obviously, you're a student at UA92 alongside me, so you're also thinking of maybe a, a career outside of football as well. But w- what I want to talk about just right now is, is what are your career aspirations for football? Obviously, 
you know that football you can earn a living from it you can it can be a secondary job it can be your main job or you can just do it for pure fun you know what obviously each one has its own positives and negatives you know if you do it for fun you get to do it with your friends and there's the whole social aspect and it's really great obviously when you start to do it as as a job you know you take it more seriously look after yourself in terms of like nutrition and stuff like that so what i want to ask you is what is your what is your future aspirations you're 20 and obviously goalkeepers have a long career you know van der sar played until he's 40 so you've got a long career ahead of you to 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 make something out of it basically so what is your future aspirations in football i definitely want to play at the highest level i can yeah. um and I do want that to be a competitive level. It may not be in the lower end of the professional scale. It may not mm-hmm. be in the semi-professional scale mm-hmm. of National League and mm-hmm. all that. Um, but I think I definitely want to be in a competitive team, competitive yeah. league, and I want a bit of maybe competition for the position. Yeah. Because I think if if you turn up every week and you're the only goalkeeper, you know you can apply. Yeah. Um, you want someone who else is the goalkeeper so you can like a challenge. A challenge for you basically. So you know what? There's just two goalkeepers. You're going to prove people people why you're there because have one goalkeeper you're is, the best one there is there a target league or, or team that specifically you want to play at or are you just taking it as I just want to play and I'll, I'll, I'll end up where I end up sort of thing or bit more now so uh, I'll end up where I end up and because yeah. I um, the reason I ended up at Charlie was I trialled for one of my mates teams in Wigan right. um, and it was between me and someone else and we were both good mm-hmm. uh, I felt I was slightly better mm-hmm. uh, but that's my own personal opinion and I've the opinion I got from them was similar, but I was 19 at the time, and the guy I was play- competing against was 27. Yeah. So he was much older than me, and yeah. obviously man- much more experienced. Yeah, much more experienced. But the managers, the manager came to me and was open and honest about it, and I appreciated the way he said, um, "If I started the season with them, they believe I can play higher than that level." So they didn't want to start the season with me, and then two months into the season end up with no keeper if someone from a higher league came for me. So a bit of a bittersweet there moment. A little bit, because it would have been just a good experience to play for them. Like I say, it's in, it's in the men's division, so yeah. it would have been good for me at 19. Um, but then obviously that decision was made based on they wanted what's best for them from a management point of view, which I yeah, understood. Un- but un- the, honest, the honesty was, the way that they approached it was right. They gave me, I think it was about a month and a half yeah. in pre-season, then made the decision just towards the end of pre-season, which was understandable. Like so, yeah, it gave me somewhere else. But there was a player from that club that was actually the reason why I ended up at Charlie. Right. Um, he knew the managers. Was it John Bashir? No, no. Don't get your, don't get your head too big then. <laughs> yeah. No, he made the connection for me and he asked me to go down for a trial and then basically the first session was goalkeeper coach said, we're looking at you being the number one for the year mm-hmm. um, based on what they've heard about me uh, and wanted me to be there. So at first it was very welcoming in terms of environment. Towards the latter end, um, my performances wasn't maybe as good as I'd hoped they'd be, but we hadn't played for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had a bit of a difficult period in terms of training and games that we played, uh, I think which changed opinions on me. But at the end of the day, like I said before, it's football and it, it is cutthroat. And if they feel that you're not going to benefit the team at the end of the day, then that's it. Uh, so I made the decision that it wasn't the best fit for me anymore, and I was yeah. I'm just looking, looking to get in where I can. Uh, hopefully, uh, it might be even grassroots team. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no reason why 
someone from a club can't come down to one game and have a look and think, Definitely. hold on. That's a good thing that I've noticed about you. Like, I'm just like, listening now. Like, although you didn't get the part and the 27-year-old got it, like, you didn't let that dishearten you or dampen your spirits. And it, in fact, it gives you a back between your back. You know what? I can prove it. I can prove them. Like, you did play good. You're, he was 27, obviously, age and experience. But you didn't let that dishearten you. I know others would have let it dishearten them. Yeah. Didn't even get on like a school team or the uni team to be upset, and that's the thing that it's like you're showing commitment and resilient. That's what I, I like what you're showing resilient, and that's what like I like. Unlike John, John is so resilient. You're showing real resilience and commitment, and I really like them persevering. That you're smashing it, Mark. Yeah. I'm being nice, Mark. I normally admit oh, I, I don't be nice to Mark. Yeah, this is very nice side from Abs coming out, isn't it? But yeah, no, it definitely obviously showing signs of resilience. You know, other people might think from rejection or I'm not going to go on trial again or. I'm going to pack it in or I'm going to try for a really low team so I guarantee to get in. So taking them risks is, is, is something which is really good and you are showing signs of resilience. What I wanted to ask you next is obviously you've now just left Chorley. The season's kind of coming to a close and the next season will, a pre-season will probably start in, you know, end of June, something like that. Have you got any plans for, for next season? Do you want to, my main question is, are you going to, try and continue to be in the... Because you're only 20, you can still play youth football until, I think, is it under-23s? So, yeah. are you going to think maybe to keep in that youth scenario or are you going to maybe try and bite the bullet and go for a first team? Maybe maybe a few leagues lower, but like you said, to get that experience and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the main, I think one of the main reasons as well that I went 21 this year was uh, I missed a big period of the season before mm-hmm. um, through illness. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I wasn't playing as much as I'd like so mm-hmm. it was kind of just to get me back into the swing of regular game regular training yeah. um, to hopefully look on either maybe this year or next to play in a men's team to get that physical experience of playing against older tougher people uh, mm-hmm. in my opinion so I think I'm definitely looking at playing open age men's yeah. because I feel like there's a big difference even between 21s and 23s and first team mm-hmm. um, the intensity levels and the speed of everything the power of everything mm-hmm. I think I can only benefit most from playing in that first team men's environment definitely I think that's that's a wise decision to, to try and go for, for the men's men's team and I like your strategy team. behind it and like that the, yeah. how like you work like you have got a plan yeah, yeah and like yeah. like you said like if you're not oh well you do coaching as well so you've got a plan and you've got a strategic plan where it's a clear vision and it's all about the longevity for you. Uh, do you know what longevity means, John? Yes, I do. All oh, right, just because you looked at me funny like that. Uh, it's all about the longevity. Well, yeah, so like moving on from football now, I want to talk more about you know life without football, basically, because obviously you're a student at UA92, you're studying sport and exercise science alongside me, although I'm quite a bit older than you. And I've I've come here for 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 the reason. You of, can tell. Uh, by, of, by the way, guys, John's got a Zimmer frame. If you didn't know, a what frame? A Zimmer frame. So what's that? One of those things that you like walk around <laughs> with in front of you. Yeah. So obviously, I came because of I wanted to do something after I finished playing football. What is what is your aspirations for getting a degree? Um, what do you want to do once you've got the degree? Is there something specific that you'd like to do? Um, yeah, let us know. Um, Obviously, I want to finish with the best grade I possibly can yeah. uh, to have that under my belt. And then after uni, I'm not sure. I've got op- different options, obviously. I know I've talked about it, but the football option, if I choose to go down that route again. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you can mix both. Yeah, of them. Like, exactly. coaching, like you said, of football. Yeah, you exactly. can teach your kids. I've got, I've got past play football and work. Yeah, you know, a I've lot got of past experience in coaching yeah. and done it at Bolton, uh, and also mm. unfortunately my girlfriend plays as well. Right, okay. So obviously, what team do you play for, Bolton? No, she plays for Team Paul Mosley yeah, in Ashton. Right. Anyway, no, but I'm fortunate that she plays as well. So it's it's nice to have someone that understands that side of football and competitiveness. Um, yeah. But I helped her team out uh, she's not the goalkeeper but they needed a goalkeeper coach for a, a little bit in December so I just stepped in and but for the girls team yeah yeah and I stepped in um, and did about three four sessions and yeah. I, I felt like I made a big difference in yeah. terms of the goalkeeper's performance so you think um, maybe that would be something that you'd like to it's definitely something I'm eyeing up and wanting to do yeah. I am qualified on both level one outfield yeah. and goalkeeping coaching okay that's really uh, good and I'm definitely looking at Progressing that to obviously being level two and mm-hmm. uh, level three and UEFA B, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely something I've got my eye on. Um, I also like psychology, but I think the psychological side of stuff comes in to everything, no matter what. So yeah, there's no reason why I can't go on and do a masters in sports whatever. Psychology yeah, sports psychology. Or Would you do a masters if you wanted to, like in psychology, just do broaden your horizon in like career? Prospects? Potentially, uh, like I say, I've got I've got quite a few of options still, so I'm a bit. I think in these, the yeah. I think these days a lot of people have degrees, don't they? You know, it's very rare that you come across a young person who who hasn't got a degree these days. So to try try and separate yourself from them, I think you almost sort of have to go for a master's degree these like 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 I said. But um, like it's um so it's obviously the master's degree is good. But one thing I realized like from UA ninety two is perspective yeah. like you are getting work experience at the same time. Like you mentioned. Although you're doing a degree, you have all these experience behind you. You have like a wealth of experience behind you. Mm-hmm. You're coaching, you're level one, and then you're going to level two, and then up, and then you've got like different things. The psychology side, you're like doing the element in that. But I think like the world's your oyster. If you do masters, fair enough. But yeah. I think you got enough experience. For me, like you're only mm-hmm. twenty, you got a lot of experience yeah, already yeah, behind yeah. your back. I'm just talking in terms of sport specific jobs. You know, sport is is now an emerging kind of career. A lot of people are doing degrees in sport. And they're trying to get sports jobs, you know, physiotherapists, sport, uh, sport journalism, um, psych- sport management. You know, a lot of people are, are realizing that this is an emerging uh, kind of industry which people enjoy and you can earn a lot of money from. Lucrative. Yeah. So to try and like, obviously, you've got your coaching badges, you've got experience in football, and then whether you do a masters or whatever, having all of those kind of experiences and those qualifications I think will will definitely help you stand out from the rest and that's that's kind of my plan of what I'm hopefully going to do I've not actually got my coaching badges yet I've been trying to apply for them for ages but because of Covid it's been been Have have you done coaching before? Yes I have done coaching Have you passed? Yes I do coaching for Foundation Night. Oh you do? I'm sorry about that but no obviously like listen to what Mark's saying like the level 1, level 2 I think he's giving a lot of people out there a lot of young people out there especially like motivation and like nice. just perseverance, like that. One thing I've got from this, like perseverance, is key. So if anyone wants to be a coach, or a goalie, or work in sports, just be persevere. You can't get it on a plate. Like no one can give you things on a plate. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and and not many young people kind of take these kind of opportunities. And I think we're quite fortunate being at this university, and and there are so many networking opportunities and so many um, opportunities for work or voluntary work or something like that. For example, Foundation ninety two came through, and they're actually apply asking people to apply now. Would so you apply for it, Matt? I think you'd be good at it. Something that you, I definitely, I've read the I've do. read the uh, brief. Yeah, the brief about it. Uh, I'm unsure, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't see if I don't apply. I don't if and if I don't apply, I'll never get it. See, no, yeah. Thing so, is, what uh, if like you always exactly. think what if like what's the work and what's the worst that happens? Is no worry yet. If the role gets taken, and I look back and think, oh, what if why didn't I apply? 
then I feel like I've missed out on like an opportunity. Mm. Um, and to, it's experience at the same yeah, time. Opportunity in my personal experience that mm. I can. You should go from. for it. Deadline's soon, isn't it? I don't know. They keep posting it on Teams, don't they? Yeah, so, I'm happy. You should go for it. Yeah, it's good. It's um, how are you finding transport? he's driving. How do you? How do? You, how are you finding it, John? Give him some tips. It's good. Obviously, at the moment there isn't work because of we're on furlough because of the uh, government lockdown. But yeah, obviously it helps you working with with young people in Salford, in and around Salford, and just trying to make them engage in sport. Really, some of them just want to be there to see their mates. Uh, some people want to take it serious and 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 proper train. Just want to like exercise that. and like get that, just have that fresh air because it is yeah. in, it, it is an area where a lot of sports is not actively played in it. And yeah, because kids these days they, they like games, to go on, basically. Yeah, it's yes. like you, you know, you prefer to be indoors and and sat inside all day. Whereas, and that's maybe where you know, you know, yeah, don't I, need, don't need to say. Don't need yeah. To no, say. yeah, I, I agree, John. I agree. Like, I, I'm very inactive, like you said, but I am getting there. No, yeah, you've been posting workout videos. Yeah, so I'm getting off all my the gear, but no idea, maybe. Huh? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, one day, one day I'll lose my glove. Have an eight back. Yes, one day I'll. You're getting there, right? I'm getting thanks, no, to man. No, I'm only joking. He's definitely getting there. He's he's, he's finding inspiration. I'm, a, I'm vegan for two vegan, weeks now. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, not even no meat, no nothing. Have you watched the uh, vegan documentary on on Netflix? No, I need to watch it. You do need. Oh, to don't watch tell it. me. Is animals getting killed? No. Oh, good. No. It, it's it's a game changers or something like that. I need to watch it. Really interesting. I, I couldn't do vegan. See, I think I, I I couldn't. I swear to God, I thought I couldn't. What? I I definitely flipping could. Um, the only thing is with with vegan is a lot of the dishes which are really nice and stuff. They take quite a lot of preparation, or you need to have a good knowledge about preparing. nutrition. And yeah. With John, like you said, sports knowledge. Fair enough, knowledgeable. Like Mark's yeah. quite knowledgeable. Yeah, and I'm I'm not. I'm no, you are knowledgeable, but basically you can have like three bean chili, which is quite easy to make. You can have yeah. like popcorn tofu, which is easy. What's your to make. go-to vegan dish at the moment? Three bean chili. Really? Oh my days, nice. it's beautiful. And I have. Um, do you know what MS They do it. They do like um, a a bean wrap, and I think yeah. that's well nice. Oh, have you had it? I'll bring you some yeah, next time. Anybody really liked it? I've had about four of them now. The flipping mint, not in one day, obviously, but in my in my lifespan. No, it is nice. And the fact is, like, it's about like nutrition and everything. Like, it's like healthy lifestyle and everything. I'm speaking about a healthy lifestyle, Mark. Obviously, you've been furloughed and everything. Obviously, coaching and everything, and football has been off. Are you still keeping active and have an active lifestyle? Uh, probably not as much as I should do. Uh, I have been a bit more lazy. It's um, okay. It's good to be lazy sometimes, though. But don't let it creep in. No, no. I, I still, I still go on walks and uh, everything. I mean, it's the only thing you can do at the moment. Yeah, exactly. You guys are back on campus. Uh, how yeah. are you finding that? Obviously, back to normality for you guys. For me, it's definitely better. Uh, mental health-wise, it's, obviously, no one's not mental health, but it's like more no, no, positive. Are, you are right. It has a positive effect on it. Um, on your mental health, in it? Yeah, because I can't just sit and stare at a laptop for X amount of time and mm. just sit there and uh, listen for hours. You see how distracted I got with us on yeah, Teams? Yeah, I get, I get distracted uh, easily. I think we're um, all guilty of getting easily distracted because there's just so many distractions. Yeah, it's so much easier to be distracted at PlayStation or whatever, but being on campus now... It, I I feel personally as well, just when they're delivering kind of the slides and the presentations, you're just able to. It just sinks in a lot more than whenever yeah. you're you're off you're, you're online. So we you find know. it difficult, but I'm gonna be positive. I'm looking at outlook and like positivity, and so you know what, Abs, this is this is not for the long. You do an run. easy course, don't you? Journalism's notoriously quite easy, and, and you don't have to, you know. Yeah, true. A lot of people can just whiz through it. No, true, but it's, we, it's kind of known as the B Tech degree. 
All right, yeah, okay, John, true. But obviously, what's the same ones, John? Yeah, being a journalist. Do you know there's an actual C tech now? What does that mean? It's like one a, under B tech. Yeah, one because obviously you've got A levels, A, and then you've got B tech. Some colleges are actually offering C techs now, which I, I assume are easier than than, than B techs. Yeah. Is okay. Thanks for that, John. Really interesting fact. Maybe what, that's what you should maybe apply for next. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, tr- true. True. Regression. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, John, moving on about journalism. Like yeah. you said, we can do things like outside on our phones. We can be more proactive and do things on the spot on the cuff of it. So in a way, it was good, but it's disheartening at the same time. But we've got a new tutor called Mark. He seems he seems cool and everything. Like he it's wants to help me. us and everything. Mark Lomas. It's not me. No, it's not you. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. Like he said, John, it's about progression. And obviously, being a sports student, some people may have like find it difficult to like just being home all day. Yeah. Like, it does affect your mental health. Don't Definitely. get me wrong. It has affected my mental health a lot. But I think like for me, like just coming out of the house and just seeing like obviously teams can be a bit draining and everything. But it's not the end of the world it's some it's positivity it's still there uh, and use a practical course aren't you yeah the, the, this is a coaching module so it's got a practical element the first actual um assessment is is, is kind of training coaches to coaches and it really yeah, so work, i had coaches work yeah. and you mixed up with sports science and pe yeah so we'll, big up to we'll, regan yeah, yeah regan, regan pe regan I'm, dan I'm, luke i'm with yeah. regan oh god yeah. are you in my new as well yeah they're good they're sure. a good team. <laughs> I, they're, no, Regan, Manu and Mark are a really good team to work with, you know. Yeah, they get yeah, John, great. John just thinks that they carry me. No. Who, who's we, the other person in your group? Ivan. Um, that day, we did work hard in the yeah, team. Exactly. In the team called Mark. Yeah, because you were what, used yeah, to work together. How did you find CCC. working together? Used to, how did you find, is that the first time you worked with Abs? Or? Yeah. Yeah. With him, well, yeah. Was he a bit lazy? Was he not pulling his weight? No, no, he did pull his weight. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him his first time, this is, his it's the first time I met Mark was in TTC because he was sat above our table and he kept thinking, mm. what is this kid on about? Do you remember? He just wouldn't shut up. And, yeah. like, I I thought, he, but, he's a bit but, rude here. But once I, got, once I got to know him, uh, obviously it's different. Like, like, once you get to know someone, it's different for what he is. I think sometimes I can be quite... When people beat me, they're like, who's he? Like, they don't take me for seriously. No, I don't think it's that. I think, not, not me, I don't mean me personally, but I think some people can just think you are loud and some people don't like that. Mm. Um, I don't mean to be loud, my brain goes No, 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 yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying you mean to be, I'm just, it's just a discussion point that I think some people May like to be have quiet. that opinion because they prefer quiet to loud, and, but to me it doesn't bother me because I'm quite loud. Yeah, you are quite loud, because you were talking lows that day as well. <laughs> <laughs> In the actual presentation then, how 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 did you do? Did you really good? I, I thought I thought he was gonna leave me with no time to finish off. If I'm honest, oh, was he talking he nearly, about? He nearly stitched yeah. me up. Did you have equal sections? Yeah. to present. And I think like one one thing that like our team done was like um, one thing I did notice about our team is we all worked as a collective, and I think people all supported each other, all carried each other through it, yeah. rather than one man for their own. So like. I don't know what you got this perception, John, where Manu and Regan carry all of us around doing our work, innit, man? Well, if you get a good grade again, and Abs is in this group, they must do some. They must have some serious backache having to carry you. <laughs> no, innit, man? We did work hard. We did work hard. Are you upset that yeah. you're not in this group? No, you're, no he's well, let, you're letting him wind you up. Yeah. Who's in your group? I was, I was um, Luke, Dan, Zhao, I think. Is he in your class? No, no, yeah. No, for PE, for PE. Oh, for, this, for, this, length, for, yeah. this, for this module, it's Dan, Luke and Jack. Well, we're, we're only two days in, so we're still kind of like finding out about you know what our roles will be in the first module and stuff like that. But yeah, so far so good. I, I, I would, I would. The job group, like, Ivan and all the work, like, obviously, like yeah. So one thing I like about like the you guys is you all have different backgrounds in sports, but you all can bring it together as one, and that's a good collective, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, really good. But no, anything, any plans for this week? 
Um, no, um, got a got a friendly tomorrow against Birmingham. Can fans come? Good luck. No, I think it's at home though, which is good. So it's not too far. Can away. FC come? Nobody wants to come. He always keeps on asking me, "Oh, can I can FC's, I pretend like can you sneak me in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you sneak me in?" FC's start? his dad. Yeah. His daddy, I'm not gonna lie. I've heard you talk about his dad before, haven't I? His dad is, I'm not gonna lie, his dad is, um, what happened last night was basically. Yeah, uh, they were messaging each other last night. <laughs> and, uh, I got my customer to write Turkish for me. So obviously, my dad's a Muslim and, and, um, and Ab's texting me. I'm saying, Muslim. Saying, um, John, John ate gammon. <laughs> <laughs> trying to stitch you up. Yeah, trying to stitch me up. And uh, he does it all the time. He he, he always says that's about Izzy. He says, "Oh, Izzy made him eat a bacon yeah. sandwich." And but he like, believed in it. Believed it sometimes. Uh, maybe at the first time. Yeah. But and then um, obviously Abs has been doing the TikToks for Mark and Marks and Spencers. Oh yeah. And absolutely, what's Marks and Spencers' main main <laughs> logo is Percy Pig. And he was there hugging the pig and oh, yeah, speaking. I follow him. I follow him on Twitter, so I've seen these videos. And uh, my dad sent him a screenshot of yeah, him hugging a pig shit. and saying, "You love pig." I know. I thought, "Rah!" So then I come back to you. Yeah. yeah so he, I, obviously, he had. And obviously, I was wanting Turkish to write for me. Yeah, and then you got a Turkish man to write swear. We were laughing because of. Obviously, he sent that, and then Abs just replied with some Turkey swear words, and it was just really funny. But no, honestly, like um, I'm just looking forward to like the week ahead. Um, working, obviously. Fitness in, I'm taking my fitness seriously now mm. just because I feel like you got to take your fitness seriously because I don't want to be like ended up being like a size of a small semi detached or something. Small semi detached because I just want to feel more healthy. And I think, like, like, my, like one thing about you, you did like say you didn't, you don't let these things dishearten you. One thing like I got from the podcast today is that you're all about the longevity and you think you have a clear image of where you want to go, and that's good. That's a good thing that like, you know where you want to be in like five it's not years. Not that clear, but I have. But you have, a, you have, you have, have an, an idea. idea. Yeah, I have an idea. Where? Which, is, which is really good. But any any new topics be watching? No, but Izzy sent me a message before. Oh yeah, you've watched you've watched the cube, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, that you can apply for the cube, but it's got to be two people from the same household. And she's always been saying for yeah, ages, you should, like, you should go on with your dad. You should go on. Probably with, go with your dad. dad. She sent me the application today. Of it. I, think, it. Um, I think your dad, his dad will mess it up, but you'll dad, be good. No, I think my dad would be good because he's really because he's right. a builder. Oh yeah, everybody's yeah, fine, but you'll wind him up. No, yeah, I think if I do, you that, know, I usually end up him, costing you. Yeah, I think he would get angry at me if I got something wrong, <laughs> and I think we would like sort of fall out maybe at, at, because obviously you're under that immense pressure as well, and it's money online. You know, it's fifty k. His dad is money online. When John messes up, he goes, "John, do it right." Yeah. John ignores so, him. <laughs> Whether I'd like to go on with him, I'd probably feel quite, quite intimidated with Philip Schofield there as well. Um, I think I you should know. do it, you know, with your dad. Yeah, I've, I, obviously we'll go home today and I, I bet my dad will be like, yeah, let's apply for it. But obviously, I suppose loads of people apply for it. But then, you, you, obviously, it's father and son. Yeah. You're fo- semi-pro you footballer. You've got to be from the same household. Um, so, yeah. filming is currently scheduled to take place in London between Friday the 21st. Of March. And 27th of May, 2021. See, you've got plenty of uni then as well. Time. Yeah. I think you should do it, yeah, because you'll be fun. Deadline is 6 is six p.m. on the 30th of April. Plenty of time. So your dad, I think him and his dad doing it will be so funny because his... Imagine if we go on. He, his dad is, well, I'm not going to lie, his dad is, when I say I'm hyped... I definitely want to. See, I would, your dad's more crazy than me. His dad is more hyped than me. Yeah. And if you Maybe should, you should play for No, it. I won't do it. See, for me... I'm not good at that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm but good. you'd be very entertaining. No, I won't do the cube. No one in my house wants to be on TV. I don't know. So I did not want to do the cube. I think for me, like, I can't be under immense pressure. I'll be snap, snapping at Felix Colby or anyone. Would you crack under the pressure? Yeah, of course I would. I think I would. I think I would as well. But his dad would. Normally good under pressure, but I think yeah, I would Yeah, my dad, my dad seems to be all right under pressure. I think I, I, I'll, I'll have a think. That's my attack in the cube. <laughs> but Mo Farah won it, you know. 
Did he actually? He beat the kid, yeah. yeah. Did he? Would have quite of a million pounds for his charity. Oh, by himself that's as well. Yeah, by himself. Bloody and that's the thing, like, obviously, it's good. Mike, would you do any TV shows like that? Probably not, no. Yeah. The Circle's like, on tonight. I fancy myself I've on never the... watched uh, that. Is it good? Yeah, I, I, I watched it ages ago, but there's new episodes, brand new people in it tonight. I've never, never watched that. Like, I, I do fancy myself a bit of a... Uh, Chase, Chase Lover. Oh, I yeah. love the Chase. Uh, at home. I think I can take. I thought on... he was going to say Love Island. Then. No, oh, I no, can no, take no. on. I can take on the governess. I can take on all of them. <laughs> I'm a quite... Give me a question. Give me a question, Tyrone. So, um, how many oceans are there, and what are their names? You don't know them. I do. All right, Pacific. Yeah, that's one. Indian. Yeah, two. Atlantic. Yeah. Three. Mediterranean. No, that's a that's a C. Same C. thing. No, it's not. Three oceans. There's five. Five. Two more. Atlantic. You said that. Right. Oh, what did I say? Mediterranean. Oh, no. right. My brain running. running. Abs. You said Indian. Indian. You said Atlantic. Atlantic. Pacific. 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 And then there's two more. Coast. No. no. One begins with A though. Oh. Africa Ocean. No. no. Arctic. Oh, Arctic Ocean. And um, then one more. American Ocean. Down under. No. Australian Ocean. For down. Up. Up ocean. No. What's another word for down? Look, down. No. Bottom, ocean. No. North. South Ocean. Southern Ocean. I'm not good at my, I'm not good at my light compasses. Don't You're put me on the spot. Never I'm treaded wheat. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, what's a continent of... No, what's a country of... Capital of Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. No, Brasilia. Is it? Yes. It wow, I didn't know that. Oh, see? Capital of Mark, capital of Germany. Yeah. Go on. Did you know that? Yes, go on. <laughs> <to> go on. <laughs> All right, capital of Turkey. It's not, it's not uh, Istanbul. No. Ankara. Yeah, well yeah. done. Oh, yeah, but obviously, go on. Go on, another one. We want another one. This is five minutes games. <laughs> five minutes games. This has got two minutes of random games. Fun games, actually. Yeah, talk random games. Yeah. yeah, talk random games. Oh, I like games. that, Mark. Yes, Mark. Host abs <laughs> and John Bashier. And Mark, now go on. Yeah, all right. Um, what is the capital of Russia? Moscow. Well oh, yes! <laughs> I thought he was going to say St. Petersburg. Okay, what's capital of Italy? You're asking me? Yeah. Rome. It was Milan. No, it's not. It's Rome. All right, my bad. Go on, John. Capital of Africa. Africa's a continent. Right, capital of Africa. <laughs> it's a continent. Africa's a continent. Capital of Spain. Uh, Madrid. It's Barcelona. No, it's not. <gasps> you tried it on purpose, didn't you? No. Oh, come on, give me what's, one. What's the capital of Australia? I find that hard always. I, I, I Perth. don't know. It's not. It's not, not one of the like common ones. Cabra. It's a weird. Is, is it that? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. okay. I, I am that kid that in geography that played FIFA. Who, when the teacher goes, "We're going to do a flag test," I'm the one that's buzzing because of I actually the flags. Wa- I actually watched a YouTube video <laughs> of some player from Bayern Leverkusen, and he literally said, "I can name ninety five percent of all flags," and he did it. He, he, he got. Right, it's not. It's not so much the FIFA stuff, but I just, I just liked. I was good at talking. Okay, but some more. Yeah. I like this yeah. game. Um, right, last last question. Easter. Last two questions. All right, no, think of it. Okay, I got a maths question, maths game for you. Go on then. Think of a number between one and twenty. Don't say it out loud. Right. Okay. Have you got it? Yeah. I did buy ten. Okay. Take away the first number you had. Um. Right. Okay. Plus five. Yeah. Is it fifteen? Yeah, but that's yes! so. <laughs> oh yes! 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 <laughs> am I smart or what am that's I reading? The worst one ever. Go on, have you got one, Mark? Not that I can think Last of. Last question. Capital man, of... I'm not that creative. Berlin. 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 Oh, shit, Capital of... Wales. Cardiff. Shout out to Carla, who's Welsh. 
Yeah, so thank you for that talk, random guys. Matt, it's been great to have you on. It's been a laugh. I like this new segment actually, talk random games. Talk random games. Yeah, you're welcome. I think I do. You're welcome. And when I make you return, we'll play some more. Yes, we will. I like that actually. That's a quite good feature. Thank you for that, Matt. You've got a bit of brains. Yeah. Talk random. Talk random. Yes, talk random games. Thanks, Matt. Any messages out there? No. Just obviously looking forward to the end of COVID, and when it's all over, we'll be able to celebrate different things. And obviously, me for one, looking forward to spending time with my girlfriend Mia. Uh, oh, so yeah. shout, out shout out to Mia. Shout out to Mia. <laughs>